Hey, aviators. Uh, welcome to the Pro Pilot Playbook Podcast. Uh, I'm Mike. And I'm Sean. And, my- <laughs> and we're here to try to get to you weekly and give you all the tips and hacks you need to start your career in aviation and uh, uh, help help you enjoy a challenging and rewarding career like we have. That's so right. we're coming at you. Yeah, yeah, we're coming yeah, at you there's, today. There's plenty of, plenty of books and tapes and internet programs on the, on you know, how to fly an airplane, you know, physically manipulating the controls. But uh, to our knowledge, we're the only folks that have uh, put together, uh, well, we have the podcast and the program we sell, but the actual step-by-step, you know, uh, if we could do it all over again, the fastest and cheapest way possible um, yep. that's, that's what we're about here. It's a yeah. Guidebook to your career. This is a whole guidebook to get you into flying. It's, uh, it's not about the actual flying once it starts. So yeah. And I'll tell you what, Sean, every day, the response is overwhelming. I mean, we're going to read a question today. Every day we're getting questions and, and feedback and, uh, we really enjoy it, and it, it helps us build our momentum for what we're doing. So, uh, yeah, if you guys have comments or questions, please let us know, and we're going to try to get to as many of them as possible. Yep. Yeah, the podcast now is available on every outlet a podcast is available on. I mean, besides iTunes or Google or uh, I don't even know them all. I think it's it's actually like on a dozen different things. You can even even tell the uh, the Amazon Echo devices. You know, you can ask ask Alexa to to play the. And it just lit up again in my office. <laughs> you can uh, <laughs> ask her to play the Profile Playbook podcast, and she'll start playing it. So I don't know. I think that's neat. My kids think it's that neat. is really cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but man, uh, we're big another, time. Another uh, and we're on YouTube, and uh, so if you're on YouTube, you can actually see our faces right now. But so this one is a is another listener question episode. Um, yep, been pretty popular. If you have a question for us, you can email us podcast at propilotplaybook.com and we'll get your question on the air. But this topic probably saw from the uh, you know the the title of the podcast. You know we've been beating this one you know crazy here, but yeah. And, you know, there was a lot of speculation, you know, after coming out of the, you know, we're on the backside of the COVID thing. Uh, fingers crossed. At least I, I think we're on the backside of it. Um, you know, the pilot shortage, you know, this thing yes. been coming and, uh, you know, it, we COVID definitely slowed it down big time. I mean, you had airlines that were supposed to be hiring 1200 people this year you know, ended up laying off 4,000 or early retirements or, you know, furloughed, whatever, you know, laid off close to, you know, double that number two, 3,000 people instead of hiring the 1,200. Um, But we're, we're seeing it start to change course and uh, the train has definitely left the station. Can't say all the slacks out of the cars yet, but it's definitely chugging along. Um, you know, you got some major operators saying that they're hiring people. Almost all the regional mm-hmm. operators have, they've called everybody back. Uh, if they're not right. back on the line yet, uh, those, those guys and girls are, they have, uh, slots to get back in the SIM to get recalled. Um, anybody that got hired right before COVID, um, is, is got training slots. So 
this is oh and i'm hearing regional companies saying they're accepting resumes i'm hearing major airlines say how many they're hiring this year um right it's spinning back up again um now i've said this before on another podcast my personal opinion is that not only are we going to be back in this pilot shortage within i think originally i had said like 24 months or something we're probably down to the year and a half area right now uh, since I said that, but I think it's going to be worse than it ever was before. And we were, already, yeah, I agree. We were already in a bad spot. You know, you were seeing some studies say, um, you know, there, there was going to be more guys retiring in the next 10 years than there were people even in the training pipeline to become pilots. And not all those people were going to become professional pilots. Um, and you, uh, not only that stuff happening, but you also saw the industry is expanding, you know, air travel is becoming more and more a thing. Just, you know, 10 years ago, people had never thought about getting on an airplane. Now it's right. Just, it's something you do with the, these discount air carriers we got going. Oh um, man, you can fly a thousand miles away for $65. It's like, Holy cow. Oh yeah. You catch them the right moment. I mean, you can go, you know, Cincinnati to Florida. I've, I've bought a ticket for 39 bucks before. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, actually, and half of that's taxes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. Actually, I bought a uh, Frontier flight last minute, Sarasota to Cincinnati. Uh, my Delta flight had a maintenance issue, and there was a Frontier flight leaving right behind me in the airport. It was leaving in 45 minutes or something. I hurry up, got on their website because it was last minute. Most of the people had already checked in for the flight. I bought that ticket for $17. <laughs> now that's awesome. It wasn't even, it was like sixteen seventy nine or something. I couldn't even believe it was, I mean, why even charge for the ticket? <laughs> yeah, God, it's crazy. But anyway, so yeah. you have that stuff going on. Um, so the uh, industry's just expanding. This pilot shortage was a real deal. And, and the reason why I say we're going to be back in it and worse than ever is because, uh, you know, during this COVID thing, you had flight schools going out of business, you know, mom and pop flight schools. You had people uncertain about, you know, spending that much money on stuff that, you know, ho we're holding out. So uh, there yeah. is somewhat of a bubble, uh, uh, you know, the flight training, the folks that were going to be flight training, that bubble is going to be traveling through the industry too. So yeah, it's going to be right back into it. Right. And if you think about it, so these airlines prior to COVID, so back in the beginning of 2020, uh, were hiring and had plans to hire to meet up with the demand, hundreds of pilots a month, all these airlines, uh, they all were yep. doing it. Everybody was hiring. Then all of a sudden COVID hit and all of that stopped. And then everybody got laid off. Well, now everybody's coming back. Demand is not going to be gradual. It's going to come back as soon as the vaccine's out pretty quickly. Well, now they're going to recall their pilots, but you forgot about the you know, 12, 13, 14, 15 months where they didn't hire and they had to hire in order to meet up with the demand. So now all of a sudden you've compounded the issue. So it could be a really sweet spot and it may take a long time for, you know, uh, this to, you know, uh, they, I think it's years and years where aviation is going to be good to get in. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. What's weird about this topic, Mike, I don't know if you've experienced this before, but I've gotten this, this pilot shortage conversation with, uh, you know, some of our colleagues, um, mm -hmm. you know, maybe guys I know, or maybe just some airline guy I was sitting next to on the plane and we started right. chatting, but 
some of these guys hadn't seen it. And maybe it's just because we had created this program and you know, right. we had our noses in this thing a little bit more than the, than the average guy in our industry. But I don't think folks realize just how bad it was. I mean, you had, you had the FAA looking at, you know, before all this COVID stuff hit, they had, they were doing studies on what it would take to have single pilot uh, airline fl airlines flying around, you know, instead of having a crew right. of two, have one guy. Um, and now they've, what they decided was what came of all that is it, the, the freighters are going to be the first uh, planes to be doing. Oh yeah. Yeah. And they're going to be moving to some type of drone or an autonomous flown airplane for some of the feeder routes. Like they're going to, you know, some of that stuff, the caravans were doing and these smaller aircraft, you know, with one airplane flies into the city of 50,000 people. And there's all the little caravans there that fly out in the middle of the country, these little 3000 and 5,000 person towns, that stuff's going to be remote operated. Um, but yeah, they're going to do this single pilot stuff with the freight stuff first um, and, and see how it goes. But I mean, it's, it's a real thing and it's going to be coming down the pipe even larger than before. And, some of you that have listened to the podcast uh, regularly have heard us ramble on about this and probably said a lot of the same things, but uh, yeah. Oh yeah. This, this, the reason for why we're rehashing this is because now that everything is spinning up again and Mike and I are seeing it in, in our side of the industry, I'm seeing, <clears throat> I'm getting phone calls from, from guys saying, you know, I got called back. Um, I got this slot for training. Oh, hey, by the way, we're taking resumes again. Oh, hey, by the way, we're hiring 800 this year. Um, so it's it's going to pop back up and it's going to pop back up quick, quick. And Garrett has sent us a question. Oh, um, yeah, let's hear this one. And uh, this is, um, you know, we've answered a question like this before, but Garrett has kind of a unique thing going on. And uh, I thought it was a good question to, to hit on this subject of the pilot shortage, mix that pilot shortage background into it before I read the question. So here it is. Garrett writes, Hey guys, I've been looking into a career change when I stumbled on the idea of becoming a pilot. I found your podcast and it's inspired me to seriously consider taking the next step. I'm 24 years old and currently a teacher in the Kansas city area. There's an hmm. ATP flight school, which is, uh, you know, that's one of the schools we mentioned. Uh, we've mentioned several times. They're one of these is a sidebar accelerated. Yeah. Accelerated training schools and you show up and they take you all the way through very quickly. It's a little pricey, but it's you're paying, you, you're getting something for your money. You're getting it done super fast. And then you turn around and you become an instructor for them. You work for them. It's a great thing. They do have competitors. They're not the only ones doing that. But anyway, back to the email, there's an ATP flight school relatively close to my apartment. So I potentially wouldn't have to relocate to begin an accelerated program. As of now, my wife is attending graduate school and won't be working for another two years, meaning I'm our only source of income at the moment. You mentioned multiple times in the podcast that there's a shortage in pilots at the moment, though I'm concerned if I wait two years before I start flight school, the shortage will be over and I'll be one of the many pilots trying to get a foot in the door. Any advice for how I could start getting exposure to the industry and make some connections in the meantime? Thank you for your time and for all you guys do with the podcast. It really does make the process of becoming a pilot seem achievable. Garrett. 
Well, that's good. I mean, we, uh, that, what a question. What a great guy. I mean, that's, that's why we made the, this podcast and our program for people like that, because that guy, he, he, he sounds like he really wants to do it. It's a dream and he's just trying to find out how. Right. So we, we already addressed at the beginning the, the demand issue. So Garrett, I don't think that's going to be a problem, whether you start now or later. Um, you know, that, that, I don't think that's going to be a factor. And I think we, Sean yeah. and I both agree on that. Yeah. So, um, well, real quick, just a, the timeline for everybody out there, you know, it, mm-hmm. it's going to take about two years to get all of your certificates and, and ratings and your hours to the point where you would be applying for that first airline job. It, two years is the typical, it can be done a little quicker or may take some folks a little longer, but Two years is a good average, but even if you wait two years and then you start, um, you're still going to be, it's, it's probably just going to be better. It'll be even yeah. easier. It's going to be another, like I said, 18 months or so, possibly two years before we're all the way spun up back to full capacity and, and, uh, you know, everybody's, you know, the shortage is in full demand again, or spun up right all the way again. So you're going to be fine. I would not worry about that. Um, one, one thing, uh, Mike and I were talking about this before we hit record here. Um, ATP, and I'm not sure their competitor, American flyers, if they operate like this too, but ATP wants you to have before they get into that accelerated training program, which we've, we've talked about before, which is the way we recommend you do this. It's not go to the airport once a week. Uh, that's a surefire way to make it go as long as possible and cost you cost as a much ton of money. money as possible. Yeah. Um, we recommend you, you're at the airport every day, all day long, knocking this thing out, you know, um, ATP won't take you into their program until you have your private anyway. Actually, that may be just for their, uh, financing options. Right. I don't, I don't know about the program in general. I'm sure they, he have. can check into that though. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to put words on ATPs in ATPs mouth, but um, it would probably be a good idea anyway. I mean, in, in your situation, I would recommend that you get that private pilot certificate, go to uh, you know, it doesn't have to be the ATP school. That's just going to mean it's going to cost you more money in your situation. You could start flying. You know, I wouldn't do any less than three days a week. Um, and, and knock that private pilot certificate out. And then, uh, while you're waiting on your wife to finish up school, uh, you could, you could be, you know, renting an airplane, building hours, you know, you're going to need that 1500 hours anyway. Um, Mm -hmm. putting hours in the logbook, you can be absorbing, uh, you know, that the stuff for your instrument rating, um, you could even find an instructor. You could start studying for the, the written. Uh, absolutely and that doesn't cost anything yeah yeah Yeah, you're gonna need an instructor sign off to take the test but that's not a big deal either just go back to that same mom and pop school you got your your uh, private at and find an instructor that's you know tell them your story it's willing to sign you off for the test um yeah so there's stuff you could be doing for sure but i mean you're going to be able to get your stuff together you know Get that private. You're still putting time in the logbook. Help your wife get that job with her shiny new graduate degree. Oh, man. You'll, you'll have your plan together. You'll have that you know chunk of change you're going to need to go through the uh, ATP school. And 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I and, and, and just some words of encouragement, I'd say you're in a tremendous spot because first of all, you're in the great town of Kansas city, great Midwestern town. You you're lucky enough to have an APP right next to you. It sounds like it's real near your apartment where you go. Fantastic. You know, there's flying jobs in Kansas city. As a matter of fact, it's, you know, I, I my mind was just astray. If you saw me zone out for a minute, it's five twenty here. So it's getting a little close to dinner time. So I started thinking about, Jack Stack's Barbecue in downtown Kansas City, the greatest barbecue restaurant probably in the world, yeah. where they serve the barbecue hot. So I, 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 but I'm back focused now after I thought about that. But um, there's, you know, there's a couple airports there with a lot of different operators, and r- r- any step you take, you know, I understand that I totally get the single income thing, and and she's in school and all of that. But any step you take, any action, um, is going to help you in your career, if, even if you go to the airport and just take one lesson, couple lessons, and you get some of these books, you're going to start meeting people and you're going to start networking in, in your town uh, and, and get a gauge on what's going on and who's flying. And, and that can help you tremendously throughout your career. I mean, Sean and I met uh, when I was renting an airplane, uh, uh, when we both had hardly any time, you know, and then we, we later reconvened at a jet operation, but, but the, yeah. the, these things, yeah, the aviation is a small world. And just, if you get involved, that's my biggest thing, just get involved and, and, you know, uh, don't wait, you know, uh, you only regret in life the shots you don't take, you know, I mean, you, you, you know, just do what you can to get involved. Um, you know, if you could find a way to finance your training and, and it sounds like based on your situation, it would be very difficult, but if there's a way to do it, I think your payback could be tremendous because remember, uh, all these airlines pay based on seniority and seniority. So if you're going to be an airline and the mandatory age for retirement is 65, and those are all your top earning years, if you pause for two years and then you start your training, you still got to retire at 65. So you just missed two years at your top earning. And I mean, adjusted for inflation, that could be a half a million or more dollars, you know, right. uh, Back in theoretically. Career. Yeah. When you're making yeah. close yeah. to 400 grand a year. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. Right. He didn't seem too concerned. Well, he didn't say anything about financing the training or the money for the training part. He was more concerned about, you know, the timeline of timeline. Know, being the only person bringing in income to the house. And, you know, he's going to run off and be at the airport all day and, give up his job. Yeah. He's got to wait for his wife to get there, but, um, definitely, like I said, yeah, my advice art, I think our advice would be, uh, you know, get the private, go ahead and do that. Uh, you're going to need it anyway before you start ATP's program. And, uh, and it's so fun. It is so fun yeah, to your yeah, private yeah. license. Just, you you're can, really going to enjoy that. Yeah. In the beginning, you could take your time with it a little bit, but, um, you know, once you get a couple hours in, uh, you know, I would, I wouldn't be doing less than three nights a week, you know, after work, go over to the airport and, and, you know, knock it out. Yeah. Yeah. That's Great question cool. though. Yeah. And I wish him the best of luck and yeah. Keep us in touch on how things are going because, uh, yes. yeah, I'm I sure mean, he'll do have, well. Yeah. Do not worry about the two years from now. And then another two years, the shortage is going to be, no, no, we're going to be in this thing for a while and it's going to be a mess. It's going to be, in my opinion, my prediction is it's going to be a bigger mess than anybody actually realizes it is. Um, yeah. This may, there may have never been a better time to get involved because you got, like you said, it takes time to get everything 
completed in your training. And then by that time, everything should be roaring back. Yeah. Yeah. I got a quote, Mike, you just were having a quote. I, I <laughs> like the idea. We left it. We left it with a quote, uh, the podcast. We ended the podcast with a quote a while back or whatever. Um, yeah. I don't know. I came across this one. It kind of fits into his a little bit because he has, he has a, he's going to have this window where he's probably going to have his private and then he's going to be waiting around for his wife to graduate and find a job. He's going to be itching to go and whatever. And I don't know. I, I think this one applies a little bit. And here it is. If you All focus, right. if you focus on results, you will rarely see change. But if you focus on change, you'll get results. And oh uh, man, that's great. Yeah, I think it it applies a little bit here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. It does. Garrett, yeah, that's that's great. Garrett, thank you for the question. And remember, if you have a question for us, you'd like us to answer on the air, email us at podcast at propilotplaybook.com and uh, we will see you next week yeah thank you for watching <laughs> <laughs>